Assalamu alaikum guys, welcome to the No Apologies Given podcast. I'm joined today by Fess, Samin and Yas. Please make sure to check out our website, noapologiesgiven.com. Wa alaikum salam. How are you guys doing? Wa alaikum salam. Wa alaikum salam. What's going on? Um, uh, Don't know. What's the latest? <laughs> My daddy died. That's what the latest. He died for the fourth time in four years. Yo. That's the latest, dude. That guy had a lot of lives. It was hard to kill. <laughs> honestly. Had, he had a lot right? of lives. I think, had, I, I think he has five more lives left. Yeah, I mean... Even people, after they announced that he'd been killed, there were so many people saying, ah, he's been killed so many times. You know, we still don't believe it. Honestly, right. it's just... Um, but anyway, it's, uh, it's an event, man. It's an... Uh, uh, let's, I don't know what you... Okay, let's, let's... Yeah, so what what exactly has happened? What was the sequence of events that we know of up to now? The sequence of events, well, so far that we know of, was that... Uh, they found out where he lived, uh, well, where he was going to be with his family. Uh, they sent in attack helicopters, surrounded the area, stormed the house. There was a shootout, and he apparently ran into a tunnel. And when they were trying to get him out of that tunnel, sending dogs, etc., he detonated a suicide vest, killed himself and some of his children. I mean. To be honest with you, the events or the facts of the event, I think they just, you know, whatever. How he died. They they can't say whatever. Like, there's no way to verify any of that. Yeah, exactly. There's no way of verifying any of that. A lot of it might be propaganda, you know. But does it really matter? The fact is that he's dead. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think more importantly... Yeah, supposedly. But I think think this time he's dead. (laughs) I think he'd run out of life. You can't even, like, he has, like, his body just into pieces right now. You can't even put it back together with glue, right? To prove it. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> even to prove it. There's no body, man. Yeah, but with these suicide bombings, normally, especially the vests, the head comes off intact. So, uh... <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Gonna, I like, thought... I make a, 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 like, you know, in a Lenin's body in uh, in the mausoleum? <laughs> They're gonna make a lesson like that? Oh, as, like, no, yeah, 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 I thought you guys would know. So what happened was, uh, when, whenever they do these suicide bombings with the vests, in particular the mm-hmm. vests, the head blows off, and you normally get the head because even like, when they do it outside and stuff, the head's like you know a couple hundred meters away and stuff. It, it just flies. So if he's in this tunnel, his head just went poop, you know, straight off. And they would have got his head. They can do the ID from the head. So apparently they even took off with his head. You know, to, oh, wow. to confirm it, put it in the helicopter, took off with it. Uh, wow. They're doing, they're doing that, um, their usual Islamic burial, you know, dump him in the sea. In the sea, <laughs> <laughs> in the sea yeah. Noble. That, that very, very well-known burial. Ritual. Yeah, I just, I don't know who that, like, Islamic scholar is, you know, but I don't know which Muslim burial that is, you <laughs> yeah. know, sticking in here. <laughs> it's probably the Imam of Peace. Yeah, Imam of Peace. Anyway, the I mean, like like I said, the main issue not is not really how we got killed, right? Mm-hmm. Or even you know the propaganda. Or it's it's really how Muslims, as Muslims, we feel about it. And I think some of the people summed it up really mm-hmm. well that 
the majority of the Muslim world are actually quite relieved at the fact that he's dead. Yeah. Mm. Or they they they're happy. I mean, personally, I would have been more happy if a Muslim had, you know, captured him and you know he'd been tried and executed, or a Muslim had even you know killed him, just to take away that propaganda. You know, like of these, you know, how they have it, like these brave Americans storming the place. The the parades and the twenty one gun salute and whatever. Yeah, whatever yeah. I mean, are. the way they're talking about it is like it was so dangerous. I'm like, dude, man, there's eighty of you going to storm my house. <laughs> I you know, how <laughs> how dangerous is it? Eighty of you with an attack helicopters and aeroplanes and you know. Anyway, but whatever. It's it's this guy. Honestly, just uh, the feeling that I have towards this particular group. You know. We've talked about it a lot, the killings and the murder. So, you know, Alhamdulillah, I'm I'm glad. You know, I'm glad that he's, uh, you know, he's, he's going to have really, to answer for it. Does it really matter though? That's the real question, isn't it? I mean, they've killed. I mean, they're, they're treating this like a big victory. Like this is this is it. But if there's just going to be another individual who's just going to take his place, does it really matter? And and is there another individual to take his place? Like, so, what's, the, what's the sort of uh, strength and uh, like uh, and organizational capacity of the organization at the moment? They've got obviously historically they've been very well organized and very you know uh, powerful, and mm. uh, that's I think that was their key thing, their organizational mm. skills. But this this organize they they're very different to a lot of the other. Uh, you know, what would say maybe jihadi organizations or terrorist mm. organizations or even other terrorist groups. I think the leadership does matter a lot more, you know, for, for groups like FARC and uh, there's a Colombian rebel group, even Taliban, Al-Qaeda, this decapitation strategy never worked, you know, where you take off the heads and you think that that's the group will fall. They just replaced them, you know, one after the other. Yeah. But these guys are very different. Their mentality, their loyalty, you know, like, even if you speak ill about him, like make a joke about him, people start, you know, doing takfir on you. They're very, it's, it's a big thing. It's a very, very big thing. And mm. I think he, in particular, influenced this organization and made it even more extremist, you know, than, than it was even at the beginning. Mm. So I think it will have a big detriment on the organization. I mean, I don't think it's over, but I think it, it will hurt them. What are his, um, that we know of, what are his uh, sort of uh, credentials as a um, scholar or student? Do we know? Uh, some people say... He has a PhD in Islamic studies from like somewhere in Iraq, the University of Iraq, I think, or Baghdad. Yeah, that's what I heard as well, that, you know, he had the... Uh, he had a PhD, but the problem is, is um, you know, you only really know a person's credentials, not just from uh, where he studied, but you know what he's produced. And you've never read really read any works by him. He's never really produced any detailed, you know, thesis on something. Or do you know what I mean? <laughs> how to throw so, people off rooftops? <laughs> how to throw people off rooftops? <laughs> the art of rooftop throwing. <laughs> Yeah, so we never really heard anything like that. Um, so it's difficult to judge whether he had any knowledge or not. I mean, I don't know. The, the truth is, we don't know because we've never heard him. Mm. But, I mean, the, influ the, the impact that he, he's had around the world, 
you know, wow, you know, it's it's shocking. It really yeah. is shocking. Uh, I mean, I, d- I don't know if you remember, uh, there was one of the the heads of the Algerian, um, you know, when they had the Algerian Civil War. Yeah. There yeah. was uh, in the 90s? late 80s, late no. 80s and 90s, yeah. There was a guy that was uh, one of their heads. His name was uh, something Al-Zuwaybari, I think. Yeah. I forgot I forgot exact details he died uh, uh he was one of, he was one of the the later heads um and this guy was involved in like massacres you know real sick things they would go into an area full of muslims as well and they would just murder and massacre take slaves you know and chop people up you know all all nasty Zuebri, antar zuebri was his name mm-hmm. and i'd i'd read about him you know, uh, sorry, late nineties. This was I'd read about him and I'd seen his works, and I never actually believed that someone like that could exist until, hmm. until you know, this guy come about. You know, until you saw until you see this guy's uh, handiwork. Until you see, you know, until you saw guys putting people in cages and setting them on fire. You know, <laughs> you know, like and drowning them. Drowning in 4D as well, you know, yeah, proper right, HD, yeah. old, in like, HD. Like, ultra HD, yeah, like <laughs> okay, c- cinematography. You know, they're trying to get trying to get a seat at the Oscars. You know, it's it's it's, it's it was sickening, like to like the next degree, wasn't it? I remember I watched one of their videos where um, they drowned these individuals. They put them in cages and uh, they're basically like above a swimming pool. And they lowered it into the swim pool until it, all of them were like, well, yeah, dead. Wow. yeah. I never knew about that. Dude, yeah. They took crazy. Strike, they took strike fear into their hearts a bit too literally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <were>. exactly. <laughs> you know, I saw a video. I didn't. I saw parts of a video, and they ha- it was in Afghanistan. So this is like what I'm saying that they promoted this around the world. It was in like in Afghanistan where they got these elders who weren't even fighters. They were just elders, part of that kind of area, that village. Mm-hmm. And they put, uh, they daisy-chained um, uh, explosives around their necks yeah. and on the floor. Yeah, I think I saw that one. You know, and stuff like that. And it's just, and even in Nice, you know, when they that guy with the truck, where he just went down the parade running people over in a truck. It, yeah. It's just stuff, stuff that you wouldn't, even think about you know stuff that you wouldn't it didn't cross our minds 10 years ago that even yeah. at the height even at the height of like you know these kind of terrorist activities you mm-hmm. never thought that someone would come that would start doing this you know, this kind of stuff but you know it's I, I, he brought this and obviously he's gonna have to answer for it you know the idea of poisoning your neighbors and yeah, you know what? I, 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 I remember right. coming across like um, screenshots of like tweets and stuff um, of these uh, guys saying, "Yeah, you know, um, just uh, I think I've read it in a newspaper where they, I think they caught the guy or they killed the guy, and uh, they were publishing his uh, tweets and stuff. So, and there was it was along the lines of, yeah, you know." Uh, Invite your neighbors over for a barbecue and just uh, feed them rat poison. <laughs> 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 my, my bloody neighbor's like an eight-year-old woman. You know what I mean? 
bloody yeah, exactly. n- n- nice woman looks after the garden, you know, just bloody sit- sits on the- in the garden drinking tea. <laughs> Why the hell would you want to harm her? You know what I mean? It's because it's, it's like insanity. Um, but it's like they, they, they. It's like um, they. The only way they see the world now is like black and white. It's like yeah. it's us and them. It's war. Um, and well, no, I think once you go down that path, it's uh, it's hard to come back. Obviously, no, it's not hard to come back. You need a few slaps and uh, a couple of mates to chase you out of your hometown, and before you start begging the country that you came from that you want to go back, right? But- it's not just that. I mean, the thing with like this, uh, what people don't understand, like with this Zawabri, with the what they did, you know, the uh, the FIS and what they became in Algeria. Now, mm-hmm. it's been twenty years since this has happened, mm-hmm. but two generations can't get over it. They cannot get over the impact of what these guys did. So up until today, if there's an election. Even religious people won't vote for a religious party because really? they're still in shock. Do you know what I mean? They mm. still can't get it into their heads that, my God, this might happen again. We don't want to go anywhere near, you know, this kind of thing. So they love Islam. They love, you know, Sharia, whatever. But they will not vote for an Islamic party because they're so paranoid about this kind of thing happening again. It was like massacre, you know, wait, village massacres and yeah, rape wait, wait, and all sorts. But wait, was this guy? Was he like a uh, like an like a, an extremist in terms of Islam, or was he a secularist? Like, what, what was? No, his? no, he was he was an Islamist. That's what I'm okay. saying. So, 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 so why would it, why would they be like afraid to vote for a Muslim party? Because that was their experience of a Muslim party. You know, oh, of a Muslim, I see, I see. Do you know what right, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So the, that Muslim group went so extreme that they were literally raping and killing Muslims. Mm-hmm. So what the army would let them do is go, they would purposefully uh, leave an area where there was like Islamic leaning, you know, uh, where say where they got a lot of votes, Islamic party. Mm-hmm. They would leave that area open for these guys to go in, less security. These guys would go in and massacre and all sorts, yeah. Why? And because it defamed the rest of the Muslim groups, you know, that this is what you want. Is this the Islamic law that you want? And that's what's happened with ISIS now. Like if you uh... talk to Syrians, yeah, the ordinary Syrian, you're like, okay, is this Islamic law? Is this the Islam that you want? ISIS. Uh, so, so then it, yeah. it pushes them towards like a secularist ideas and a yeah. state eventually. Yeah, exactly. Right. So they run the complete opposite direction. They want the complete opposite. So it's destroyed the image of like, you know, Islamic movements. And it's going to take a long time to recover. A very, very long time. That's so dark, man. So dark in that. Like, that was... I think it can be argued that the groups like this have been destroying the image of Islam for, for decades now, right? In oh. popping up in every other every other country every decade. Yeah, well for a long time. But I think right. what with ISIS it was just the fact that obviously we've got you know, uh they were very media savvy, you know, and mm. uh we've got the world's become a lot smaller. So you can advertise it a lot easier. You know, where it's beaming right into every person's house. And the thing is, majority of the people will know someone or will know of someone that's been affected, you know, by this group. And 
it's been like you think so That's yeah well maybe not there but you know around here it's, it's i don't like, i don't know of anyone i'm just putting that out there now all right maybe no no i don't mean like in terms of uh don't break that my door please <laughs> <laughs> no i mean like like for example that aid worker in the aid worker from manchester the one that got kidnapped and uh, killed uh, yeah killed so mm. i know people that knew him yeah i know people that mm. seen him around whilst they were doing taxis i know people that uh, uh, uh what was his uh, name uh i'll get his names because I, I do feel bad forgetting his name but i think that's the way of the world isn't it mm. you know, and just a aid worker it was you know his wife's really nice as well she was talking about how it's not islam that you know does this and Oh, you're talking about the the white guy. Yeah, yeah, the white Henning. guy. Yeah, Alan Henning. Alan Henning. Henning, Alan, Henning yeah. Right, yeah, Alan Henning. Yeah. Alan Henning. Yeah. 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 So he was local to you know local to me, and uh, people I knew knew him quite well. He was mm. even in. Some of my friends were on the charity trip with him. Oh, I uh, see. So it's like you kind of know. Are you think people think? Why would you kidnap someone like that and murder him? He's out there trying to help you. You know, trying to help the well, ordinary the, the, person. Well, he wasn't. This is it, though. He wasn't out there trying to help them. He was out there trying to help the their victims. Yeah, the people, yeah, exactly. You know yeah. I mean? So it's like, all oh, right, oh, okay. You want to come out and help the people that we're actually, you know, killing. So yeah, you might as well go join him. It's. Yeah. I forgot right. the point I was going to make. Go on. Yeah, but the, what I'm trying to say is that so it's very real. You know, the effect that he's had on people. Yeah. You know, it's such a clear image that they've they've been given of this is this group and now people think is this this is Islam, you know, this is what Muslims are about. You know, mm. or kidnapping that other that lady from America, you know, the, the nurse, kidnapping her and you know, stories that have come out, what he was doing with her. It's just what? gives such what what nurse? Which way which American uh, nurse? Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. The one that they named the operation out of. Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, f- uh, one second, I'll find out for you. Uh, kidnap my ISIS. So, uh, Louisa. But she was the New Zealand one. Louisa was a New Zealand one. Yeah. Maybe she wasn't a nurse. Maybe she was just an aid worker. Uh, American aid worker. Oh, Kyla Muller. Yeah, Kyla Muller. Okay. So she was, uh, she was an Ameri- oh, she was a human rights. So she was doing aid work there, mm. and uh, they kidnapped her. And Sakhrulai, you know, he was she was given to him as his slave. She was his personal slave. Baghdadis. And uh, yeah, until and eventually she got killed. And they don't know if she got killed by um, uh, American bombs or they killed her. We don't know. But it's sad, you know. Like she was just kidnapped. She was just there trying to obviously again mm. help. And she got kidnapped and that kind of... But the image that he gives is this is Islam, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And he... So now, the other thing was one of the guys said, he said what people fail to realize and what people really need to understand is that the majority of the people that he killed were Muslims. Yeah. The majority. So Muslims are like, they're, they're the first ones. The that thing, right? See, that's the reality of any terrorism in the Muslim world. The primary victims are Muslims. Yeah, it's true. And uh, the, the brutality that they had with other Muslims was far worse than 
the stuff they did, you know, to uh, to any Westerner, you know, whatever it was. Mind. What do you think that is? Is it because they would see the West as uh, non-Muslims, like yeah, they like that, but with Muslims, they're like you had the quote-unquote blessing, but then you became <laughs> traitors. Right? Is that why? Like, no. do they see them as worse than non-Muslims somehow? No, I think it was a case of just opportunity. Like, it was just it, yeah. they, they, they were there. Like, you, you need to. Like we need to exert our authority and our power upon someone, and it just so happens to be we're in the land of Muslims right now. So this is who we're going to do it to. I think it's that sort of thing. It's just that whoever was there. Had it been white people uh, from the West, had it been I don't know, really Vietnamese people, I don't think it would have mattered. They would have done this to anyone. Uh, but it just so happened to be that they were among the Muslims. So therefore, it's like oh, okay, you're Muslims, right? You're Muslims, but you're not the type of Muslims that we want. And we're gonna we're gonna like whip you into shape, um, like the, the, go on. I think there was. I think you're right. The fact that it was a bit of opportunity, but I think uh, Salmon's right as well. There was a bit of like, yeah, you're Murtadin, you know, you're the apostate. Mm. You're like, you know, you had Islam and you left it, and we need to treat you in a certain way. It's not even about giving you dawah because, like, they. I think they still saw, okay, we can still give dawah to non-Muslims, but mm-hmm. you lot, it's not even about giving you dawah, it's just about massacring you, putting you in, in your place. That, I mean, one tribe, that, that tribe in Deir Ezzur, they, it's like something you see in the medieval times, man, they massacred the whole tribe. You know, that tribe, some of them rebelled uh, against uh, ISIS. Yeah. And the Sunni, okay. Mus- yeah, Sunni Muslims, uh, I think it was called the Shitat tribe. And uh, they massacred the whole tribe. So they said, anyone who's part of this tribe, we're going to kill you. Regardless of whether you uh, rose up against us or not, if you're part of this tribe, that's it. That's it, your number's numbers stamped. Yeah, and uh, one of the journalists was actually saying that his wife was from that tribe. Uh So, like, her brothers and stuff got killed and, you know, and they were just, like, chopping them up and whatnot. So... It's something you see, like, like I said, something you see in the medieval times. You know, like, what the hell, man? Who even has these tribes anymore? You know, like, no. it's kind of like this crew <laughs> that you roll with and we're going to kill all of you. You know, I also, also found, like, the um, sort of vi- like videos they would, uh, like, you'd find them on Twitter among journalists and stuff posted up and they would be like... Um, I remember there's one video. Maybe I'm mixing it up with the Libyan one, but there was a there was, okay. There's one video where a, a woman journalist goes and actually it's a different one. It's a Libyan one. Yeah, I'll talk about that after. But this one, uh, it was like um, inside a hall, and they were like bidding on like uh, women and slaves. Oh, that was uh, that was the yeah 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 that was one in Syria. That was in Syria. Yeah, that, that was that yeah that was in Syria. The uh, the other one was in Libya, where there were actually um, a woman journalist. Uh, I forgot where from America or the UK. One of them, uh, she got access to it. I think it might have been Sky News journalist, and. She just, uh, she, uh, the, the, it was, it was, but it was beating on like uh, young kids, like. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that was the the immigrants, wasn't it? Yeah, the ones that are trying to get that's to Europe. right. Yeah, was was, was yeah. it in Libya? Yeah, that was in Libya. Yeah, yeah that was in Libya. Libya. Yeah, but I, f- yeah. I found everyone in in the Syrian in the video, right? All of them were like 
young. There weren't any. Do you understand what I mean? It was like it was almost like a, a movement for the young, in the sense that do you know like the young idiots to who the how they join movements? So like like uh, I don't know. Um, so they're, they're there for their own selfish reasons. Not it doesn't do with the, a wider movement. They're like, I'm gonna exert my my fantasy and my power here. That's the, the, that's the feeling I got. It was like it was uh, like I mean I hate using the term, but don't like you get those uh, young, eager people um, who uh, like have never been sort of. Um, it's hard to explain it, but um, have never been given the opportunity to sort of because uh, there's always been people that have uh, like older them and more experienced than them who usually take the lead. And therefore, in what no, no matter what project you uh, do, right? There's always the older people. It, it felt like this was like for the young a lot and the uh, inexperienced, and this was their time sort of thing. So you had all these young people joining, but not really knowing what the hell was going on. You get me? I, I it, think that's uh, that's the case with. I mean, one of the thing is um, that's the case with everything with all fighting units mm. so you know it's, it's not coincidence that they recruit for the army at like 18 even earlier you know in 16. like the western world they're Six, 16 yeah. because they know if you're 16 you're stupid you don't know what you're getting yourself into so That's it's true. easy to get mm. easy to get you to join and i think the same with uh like a lot of these jihadi organizations or like especially isis you know get them young before they can have any kind of idea you know before they've uh you get, you, know, a, you get a gun, you get a wage, you get a slave. Yeah, you can you pick want? up a... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Life's yes. made. <laughs> get, get the ones that are naive to the brutalities of war. Like, they have no idea what they're getting, them, getting themselves into. Yeah. So, like, you know, in Vietnam, all these... Uh, you, you know, you read the stories about the massacres and stuff that used to happen with American soldiers. Um they were kids, you know, they were little kids, like 18, 19, 20, you know, conscripted, uh, not conscripted, sorry, at that time, uh, but young people that just joined the army and... No, you know, no, they were drafted in Vietnam. They were drafted. Oh, yes, they were. Yes, sorry, they were drafted. Yeah, drafted into Vietnam, so conscripts. And you're... They, they're primarily always kids, aren't they? But mm. one yeah. guy was saying to me is... Um, I, I'm, I need to verify this, but he was saying that... I think he was saying there's a hadith that, you know, from the... I don't like to use this word, but I think ISIS are the closest that I've seen, you know, mm -hmm. from the Khawarij, you know, yeah. from uh, the people that uh, that Prophet described. And he said that one of their characteristics would be that they'd be filled with young people. So, yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's really? what. Really? Oh, okay. I, I didn't I, know. I have never heard that before. Yeah, one of the guys, he, he actually put it up as one of the signs. I don't know if he's. He, sorry, I, I don't know if he specifically said that the Prophet said this. Or that uh, an one of the scholars, yeah, one of the scholars was giving uh, a, a a breakdown of the signs of the choir. One of them was that they'll be filled with young people, mm -hmm. but and that's obviously links into what we're saying that young people are very easy to manipulate. You know, uh, also they're very excitable. You know, they're very rowdy, uh, testosterone running through. You know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true, right? And this is it. Like they get they they they've been given the offer of a gun, some money, and you know, um, a slave to take home whatever. Like I'm telling you, somebody. That's what they were like giddy about, wasn't it? And then it's like, 
um, then what more? Yes. This is this is uh, it, this is just a start. What more awaits you though? But then it's like, um, yeah, the solution might be make make sure the whole of Middle East go vegan, so they don't have the energy. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is a hadith. I found a hadith. Yeah. Okay. They will come. They will come towards the end of time. A group of people, young men. Mm. They have the most grandiose visions. They are speaking the best speech that you will ever hear of any man. But they will leave Islam like an arrow leaves its prey. And uh, that's in uh, Muslim. Oh, wow. Okay. That's uh, that's interesting. You say they'll speak in uh, what kind of language? The most beautiful language? Uh, so it says grandiose. I swear I swear when I when I hear stuff from ISIS okay that it, it just tells me that it's just stupid people using grand language yeah you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is it's true because, that's the first thing that comes to my mind yeah it's like we will conquer your yeah. yeah. that's, that's actually a very uh, grandiose is actually a very very fitting word I think yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, yeah, like their videos and stuff. Uh, it was very grandiose and yeah, exactly. Even yeah, yeah. even even the yeah. media, um, like uh, you know the way they talk too, the way they pronounce or the with the way they structure the sentence. It's like it's like they're talking, they're talking like uh, like scholars from like from like uh, hundreds of years ago. Yeah? Yeah. yeah, and you know what the funny thing is, after they they get caught and it's like head in your hands, uh, you yeah. know, slumped shoulders and saying, "Oh, I just, I just, I just, I just want to go home. I just, I, I was the, I was I the cook. I, <laughs> I, I, I was the gardener. You know, I used, yeah. to, I, used to, I used to, I used to pick out the weeds from the from the grass and stuff. You know, it, it wasn't me. Um, do another hadith. I just want to touch on that really. Speaking of the weeds, the weeds were fucking. The weeds were a thing, yeah, the hypocrites, what they yeah. considered, right? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't wrong. Just uh, change the meanings. <laughs> do, you know, do you know another hadith I want to touch on that really like shook me was um, sure one that was quoted by um, Sheikh Hamza Yusuf um, in a speech. I don't know. Did you ever hear it? It was which um, one? Okay, so ah, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a uh, there's a hadith. It's where not that just... fake. It's not that fake one, is no, it? No, no, no. It's not fake. Uh, it, it's actually weak, but it's not it's not fabricated. Uh, the hubby uh, declared it as weak, but it's not actually because uh, I got it checked, and it's not actually fabricated. But the thing it's is, not it... the one about the cities. They'll be named after the cities. That yeah, one. yes, it is that one. That's, yeah, not that's, that's, not fake, that's not fake though. That's not fake though. It's weak. It's not fake though. Yeah, weak, fake. You know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> on. We, 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 we both know that weak and fake isn't the same. I'm my not saying is, that, but okay. Yeah, yeah right. So the, the, my, my, my point is, is that look, if someone made it up last week or last year or five years ago, but it's mentioned by the Habib, which means that it has obviously um, like a historical thing. But it, it, that is something that really struck me because it, it did give like an accurate description of them, as close to as uh, like you probably going to get even though it was declared we it was one that really like i thought oh crap but the, do you know how people try to like they have a confirmation bias that like we've mentioned last yeah time. that's a people, true. yeah that's people true. people try to fit it in with uh the the, the information they get into their own 
like preconceived narrative. But this wasn't that though. I, I read it. I thought, oh, damn man, that, that's that's very close. That's about as close as you're gonna get. You know what I mean? I know. I know. I remember. I can't remember that exact wording, but I remember. Yeah. But yeah, once it's uh. Once mm. it's weak, that's it, man. I don't really pay that much attention to it. To <laughs> Come on, mate. I go. F- I told you, I'm going full Wahhabi, man. Just that's it. Once it's weak. <laughs> In that case, you just you want to start weakening, uh, uh, finish the project that you're on, and weakening stuff from Bukhari Muslim. You know. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't go that no, no. <laughs> now, now you're disowning him. <laughs> Let's <laughs> okay. keep it balanced, man. Let's keep it balanced. It's, it's the hadith of Ali. I found it. Yeah. When you see the black flags that then remain on the ground and do not move your hands or your feet, thereafter there shall emerge a weak folk to whom no concern is given. Their heart will be like iron rods. They will be the people, the people of the state, as Habadola. They will fulfill neither covenant nor agreement. They will invite to the truth and they are not from its people. Their names will be like the Kunya, the Kuna. So like, you know, Abu so-and-so, and they will be named after villages. Like Al Misri, Al Harani, Al Baghdadi, they will have long hair like that of women. That's the one you're talking about, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Is, is it tell me that as it may be weak, but Adhabi mentioned it, which makes it like uh, uh, when did Adhabi pass away? I don't know, eight hundred years now. It's about seven hundred years ago. Something right? like that. Yeah. Yeah. Day, yeah. My point is that if he's mentioned in his book, this this hadith wasn't. Do you know how uh, on uh, post nine eleven there there were people that were like parading around verses that were supposedly from the Quran that some eagle's going to come and cleanse oh, yeah, the eagle thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone, anyone, anyone really get thinking? Yeah, <laughs> great. What joke. eagle? I did it. What's this? What's going to oh happen? My, oh my god! You've never, you've never heard of it. No, so, no, no, the no. eagle is going to come and punish the um, the world of. Uh, I think something something metaphorical for Arabs. I forget. All yeah. oh, right, okay. No, the the land of the Arabs, <laughs> and it was being paraded around by oh, look at this! It, it, it's so idiotic, right? On so many levels, like you had like the you know, the like white nationalists and far right that were parading around this yeah. uh, verse, like oh, look, look what it says in the Quran. It says this. So they des- i.e. they deserve what they're getting from America. This is like uh, two thousand three, oh. two thousand four. Okay. But then, <laughs> oh, there you go. It says the wrath of eagle will cleanse the lands of Allah. <laughs> yeah, like, do you know the American flag? Like it's uh, it's got an eagle in it. No, it doesn't. Do, do you have me to read the full verse? No, so it's no. hilarious. No, <laughs> go, no. Go, go on then. Go and on. dude, it's bro, it's not like it, it's a Sua 9 verse 11. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. yeah. It says, uh, it says that for it is written that a son of Arabia would awaken a fearsome eagle. The wrath of the eagle would be felt throughout the lands of Allah and love, while some of the people trembled in despair, still more rejoiced. For the wrath of eagle cleansed the lands of Allah and there was peace. No <laughs> way. <laughs> this, this, this is the point. Is that the point I was making is that we know obviously this is fake, right? And you can anyone right. you can just open up the Quran and you can like uh, aside from it just being stupid, you can just open up the Quran and find <laughs> the reference for the verse that they give. 
same with this particular hadith. No one came out with it like five years ago after they heard uh, what ISIS were about. If you find it in obviously a book that was around 800 years ago, uh, yeah. then then it has, it, it, be it weak, it has uh, some sort of credence in the fact that it goes back to the Prophet in whatever way, or be a weak chain. Um, that is what really kind of spooked me up at all. That's that's like about was like because uh, it's it's the most sort of um, fitting verse, like a description I've I've heard of of like from any of the hadith that I've read regarding him. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, possibly. I mean, it's for me like just a description, the general description of like the Khawarij, and also you know not even the description of the you know the problem is it's. Sometimes, uh, like you said, we ha- when you have that confirmation bias, mm. so you take hadith and you think, oh yeah, that's talking about that. Yeah, it's definitely talking about that. And it's difficult and it's dangerous to do that because we shouldn't yeah. ascribe no. what that right, right. mean onto people. So I try to tend to stay away from that. But when you read the description of the the khawarij from the time of uh, Ali radiallahu anhu and after, that's when you start getting scared, you know, with these guys. Mm. Because you see, like, they would go to a person and question him and then murder him when he did, they didn't like the answers to the questions. Mm. And then you think, that's ISIS. That's what they do, you know. Yeah. They'll, they'll go to someone, ask him some questions. If they don't like the answer, they'll just kill him. Or, like, uh, there was one where they went to a prominent, uh, went to one of the uh, Sahaba, and uh, they they questioned him about something. They didn't like the answer, so they killed him. Uh, then they went to his pregnant wife, and they asked her something. Why did you support him? And she said, basically, he's my husband or whatever. So they cut her belly open to take and you know killed her like that in a really brutal way. Dumped uh, them in in the in the river. I think it was a river anyway. And then this is the this is the funny bit. Then they were sitting down, just relaxing, and. They one of the guys saw like you know a date tree, a palm tree, and he took one of the dates off. So the other guy said to him, <laughs> "Fear Allah, you know that doesn't belong to you. Fear Allah, that doesn't belong to you." So they had to go and find the owner of the palm tree to give him his money, you know, for that date. Yeah. So that's how like they were so strict when it came to like taking a date, but so easy, you know, when it was uh, come to shedding someone's um, blood. That's that's that's. Unbelievable! You know what? But the thing is, is that dude, that sounds like a comedy bit. Yeah, you, you, you that, you, dude. that makes you, no sense. Do you know what is? When I was uh, in Cambodia, I, um, I, I went to um, a museum. I spoke about this before, but um, they, they, they give you like an, an uh, like a text uh, sort of audio. They give you headphones and the audio of um, like as you walk around the museum. And one thing they were talking about is the the, the regime at the Pol Pot's regime at the time. It was from seventy five to seventy nine. Yeah, and the, yeah. one the one thing they said was that the only reason it lasted four years is because the whole like um, uh, regime was based on suspicion of one another. So eventually, the top people ended up in prison themselves. Like the the guy who was ahead of like the army ended up in prison, and he was ended up in the same prison where they were torturing people. He was getting tortured now as well. And the guy who was head of the prison system, he ended up in prison, and someone else replaced him. Before you know it, they're like 
eat each other alive, you know what I mean, from the inside. And it's a similar, like, mind, when, when I heard that, I thought it's a similar mindset to these people, because how many times have they just turned around, like, the, the, the top mate has just disappeared, and all of a sudden, he's, like, being thrown off a rooftop or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. being accused of spying, right? Right, because... It's right, very exactly. casual. It's, exactly. These, it's, a, it's, it's like a trait of these, all like, organisations where they'll eat each other, eat their organisation itself is built upon that suspicion, and they'll eventually end up eating themselves alive and it's happened to these guys happened to like loads of different oh, regimes in the past yeah, yeah. it happened to Stalin right he wiped out his whole party pretty much yeah he did yeah uh, so the Stalin uh, you know, all these guys even uh, Hitler you know part of uh, his initial inner circle he had to wipe them out they, right yeah, just, yeah that's right you know, that's you know right. they, they they butcher they cannibalize each other hmm and uh, the thing is, you know, what you were saying is about before, but we were talking, run it back a little bit about grandiose works, uh, you know, how they talk. There was a guy, there's a guy actually online um, and his job is, he's kind of like a journalist, but his main job is he takes texts and he translates them from Arabic into English. And I, he gets hold of a lot of the ISIS texts, you know, um, you know what they're writing. Uh, to each other, the communications they have, <laughs> and right. uh, when when you read them, honestly, it's like 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 you're saying, you know, the words that they're using and how they're talking, and yeah, they talk like they're accomplished something in life. And yeah, yeah, they're exactly. like they're wise beyond their years now. That yeah, they have accomplished such things. They're gonna guide the young people now, no? Yeah, it's it's Study crazy for years. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was gonna say. They, the way they talk is like it's so. Not like we could be mistaken, you know, this might be right. Like when you're normal people talking, you're like, look, this is what we should do. I might be wrong, but this is what I think. What do you think? You, you, this is a, it's like a normal you know, you know thing. Like? You, you know what it's like? You know when somebody becomes a Salafi for like the first time, instead of saying <laughs> yes to no, wait, wait, wait. instead of saying yes and no, right? He'll go Sahi or Allah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is so true. That's so true. You could, you, you could, you could no longer say yes or yeah. That's not, no, that's you true. can't. You have to say Sahi. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're like, what happened to you? Like, all yeah. of a sudden, it was, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, don't hate, man. Don't hate. Hate. Don't I'm not hating. I'm doing. I'm doing exactly that. It's not hating. <laughs> but anyway, so you know, uh, it's just weird when they when you read the letters. It was like. And, you know, I sent a letter and the letter was to the honorable blah, 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 you know, and I told him that what you'd fear Allah, what you're doing is wrong. You know, it's so like, so, I don't know. I don't know who writes it. Who are you speaking of? So, you know, these ISIS letters between each other. Oh, it would yeah. never be like a simple, straightforward letter. You know, it'd be like something like this. And because he didn't listen to me, that's how I knew that he was a kafir. And, you know, <laughs> and, they, were doing, and they were doing takfir on each other. They were doing takfir on each other. Yeah. So, like, loads from doing takfir on Baghdadi saying he's not strict enough. No way. Yeah. Really? There was a whole section. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, I love my boy, but he might be a kafir. I don't know. <laughs> so watch out. <laughs> there was there was a whole uh, what do you call it group of them that was so apparently they were too extreme even for ISIS. 
you know, that's how extreme they were. So they were doing takfir on him, you know, and even their own guys, like, you know what you're talking about? Their own guys were in prison. Mm. So a lot of their scholars actually ended up in jail and ended up getting killed. A lot of their, well, um, I don't know how scholarly they were, but like that, uh, the their famous one, Turki Ben Ali, apparently he was assassinated by other ISIS guys. You know, they put him in a prison and stuff, and purposely gave the location so he got bombed. So there's a lot of that that kind of thing was happening where they were cannibalizing, you know, each other. Why would they go after a big scholar like that? Well, they're putting them a scholar. Oh, because Turki Ben Ali was supposed to be a bit of a moderate, you know. <laughs> Yeah, he was a bit. He was a bit, he was a bit too moderate for their like. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. By their standards. By their standards, he was he was too moderate. Yeah. You're saying the slaves have to be over 18 years old? How oh, dare you? Yeah. So you know they they were like on on. So when you go to them kind of extremes, you are gonna make the fear on the one closest to you eventually. Yeah, you know, and that's. Yeah, that's what they've done. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of time, isn't it? I mean, eventually, you will it will lead you down that path where you um, just cannibalize the whole organization. What's the, what's the current sort of? Um, uh... Wait, wait, before you before you go ahead, do you think that is due to the fact that they have to keep reaffirming their conv- conviction and to show that they have to keep just going more extreme and more extreme to show their faith? Like to show their conviction. Oh, that's a very good. That a, might be it. That's a very, very good point. You know what? Because um, yeah, you know what? It's 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 that thing, isn't it? Where um, you try to one up, right? You get that one guy who goes. Right, he, right, yeah. it's, it's very, very incremental. So that one guy goes ahead and he he does something like you know he th- he th- the first guy to throw someone off a roof. Ah, oh, okay, he's done that. And then you get one guy. He gets a whole group of people. <laughs> he gets a whole group of people. And I can't beat that. Roof. How am I gonna beat that? <laughs> Because a whole group of people, right? <laughs> then, then the next one's like, "Oh, mate, you got a group exactly. of people." I know what I'll do. I'll go get a group of kids, and then he <laughs> gets a group of kids, right? Throws them off. You know what I mean? It's eventually, yeah, it gets to a point where it's like, "Oh, let me shoot that guy with the RPG." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me, let me uh, time, uh, time up. Actually, is is that what they did? That rings a bell for some reason. They they blew some guy up with the RPG. I yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, I think whatever you can think of, they did probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I think. I, you know, I they wouldn't be very surpri- creative. They're very creative in the way they kill people. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they had like a, you know one of those. You know, I, there was a movie I'd watched when I was a kid where they were hunting humans. You know, they had this like kind of like a little farm where they would go and hunt humans. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Blimey, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, when you hunt animals, instead of hunting animals, they hunt other humans. Mm. So they let you loose on this farm place, and then they come and hunt you. They Blimey. would. I think ISIS would do anything. There's anything <laughs> oh, that you could right. imagine. You're, you're thinking that they, they had a little hunting ground going on. Little hunting ground going on. Where, you know, where, where they had to bid on, like they had to bid on it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Apparent. Well, apparently, you know, these uh, one of the guys was saying, "Why do the hostages stay so calm?" When they're going to be killed, mm. you know, like if you watch some of the videos, the hostages yeah. generally are like very relaxed and very calm. It's not like they're right. screaming and moving around. Mm. So there was two theories with this. The first theory was that they told the hostage that, "Look, we're not actually going to kill you. Yeah, we're just going to take you there. You just read the stuff out, and 
will take you back, you know, like a propaganda piece. Mm. That's one theory. The second theory was that these guys were so twisted that what they would do is they'd take them out five, six, seven, eight times, you know, keep taking them out, keep doing the videos. Mm. So they didn't know, is this the real one? Is it fake? We don't know. Oh, like, they've, blimey. They've done it. Can you imagine? So see, see the bad thing is though. It, okay, I saw like maybe two of those videos, like this, just that this came through it. But thing is that when they have the knife put put on their neck, they still come. How does that happen? I don't know, man. I just, I, at that point, see, that makes no sense. Yeah, but I think maybe because they they've faked it so many times. And then at that point when it goes through, you don't know what's... It doesn't take very long, isn't it? Once it's, or, or, yeah. or you think maybe maybe they broke them down prior? Because a lot of these ISIS guys who did these things, they used to be part of the bath party, and they used to have... Uh, they were, like, very good at the human torture and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's that's true as well. You know, these guys probably tortured them and stuff, isn't it? You know, like, mentally and broke mm. them. That's right. Cr- crazy man this is because I, I know the the french i think he was french or swiss one of the uh one of the guys that was captured with uh, you know some of the other hostages but he got released you know on money mm. might have been swiss and he was like seriously traumatized you know by what they did to him like they they really tortured him you know waterboarded and for fun it wasn't for information he didn't have any information he did it just for fun like mm. electric shocks and waterboarding and all sorts of torture. So, you know, people like that. <laughs> and God forbid if they actually thought you had something, what they do to you. Right, yeah. <laughs> You're right. But um, I still think that they had a, a particular hatred for other Muslims. I think they really had a hatred, you know, the way they treated other Muslims. You know, I've, like I said, I've only heard stories of people being like that. You know, things, unimaginable brutality. So, you know, I think, uh, after, alhamdulillah, I'll be honest, alhamdulillah, I'm happy he's dead. I'm really happy. And I think, you know, may Allah give him what he deserves because it's just, mm. yeah, the, the, just the amount of killings and brutality that's happened because of him. Yeah, you know what I mean? The amount of people that have been displaced and... And just uh, tortured and God knows what, you know what I mean? Mountain people, they, yeah. the, the, amount, the amount of Muslims are just, they've, they've enslaved, you know what I mean? Just because they didn't have, uh, they didn't feel like uh, they had the, you know what the funny thing is, is the whole Yazidi thing. Um, mm-hmm. When they enslaved the Yazidis, um, the group, because according to them, previously it wasn't, um, because they're not... Um, they're not people they're not the, the, yeah, they're not people yeah. of the book, are they? So it doesn't. But then they, they, they came up with a fatwa. They're saying, "Oh no, we could do, we could we can enslave these people under a new rule," you know. And it's, it's insane. <laughs> it went along right? If, not, if they have people of the book, how are you taking them slaves? Yeah, and there's lots of things about that as well. And this is a sad thing that you know, uh, this brother, this this guy, this Amen. Um, I forgot his full name, but he's. So what he's done is he's brought up all these internal discussions that they had amongst each other and he's translated them. So I spend a lot of time reading it. And he said how ISIS initially promised, you know, that these Yazidis that nothing would happen to them. You know, said mm-hmm. that, look, just come, you know, relax. We're not going to do anything to you. You know, we're all nice, nice. And then the fatwa started coming. You can take them as slaves. You know, so they got them down. 
you know, collected them and then thought, you know what, this is a good idea. And so they made them fatwas about taking them into slaves. Yeah, taking them so this slavery. sounds like a, any regime, any like terrible regime that comes to power in the last couple hundred years, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like it sounds no, no different than that. <laughs> Seriously. If you, if you were, imagine you were like part of a regime, would you disagree with anyone? Would you turn around and voice your disagreement? Like, hey, hey, and I don't, I don't think that's, you know, that's uh, the correct, <laughs> that's the, <laughs> that's the correct path to go down. You would, yeah, you, you would, you would roll. You had it. enough of it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You would just roll with it. You'd be like, yeah, man. Like, hey, man, I think we should chuck these people off a roof. Yeah, man, let's do it. It's just everything. It just go, right? You don't want to rock the boat because it's like um, one yeah. minute you're throwing someone off a roof. Next minute you're getting thrown off the roof. I, I just... know. I be, that's what you'd be thinking. <laughs> I ain't getting thrown off no roof. Let's take them slaves. Yes, man. Let's take them slaves. You know, before you know it, it's like yeah. everyone's there, you know? It's crazy. Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, that kind of thing is just, you're right, people are just going to go with the flow. Because no, right. then it's like you're holding up the carriage, bud. Are you with <laughs> us? Are you, are you with us or are you getting off? <laughs> you're thinking, no, man, I'm not getting off. I'm not getting off. Because <laughs> once you get off, you never get back on. It's one of those uh, permanent deals. <laughs> so. It is, but like we always said, how, how do you, you know... You can always make excuses following orders, you know, like they always did with the Nazis, who were just yeah. following orders. But mm. it's a personal responsibility that you have to take, isn't it? You know, yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, so those, uh, you, well, you had those um, those guards. Uh, I don't know what, for Auschwitz maybe? I don't know. I don't know for what um, particular um, camps, but uh, they, they got prosecuted, didn't they, at The Hague um, for just yeah. being, you know, just, yeah. for, just following orders. Um, but it's crazy uh, how uh, you know easy it is. But it's it, like if 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 it's, it's fair, isn't it? At the end of the day, I mean, they're ruled by fair. They own people. The the people that were the uh, they were oppressing the people that they were killing. Everyone was just ruled by one emotion of like fair. There was no sort of you know the the, the other crazy thing is those propaganda videos that they would uh, put out like them handing out sweets in the market and stuff and say hey look at all these people they 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 really support us they love us and stuff remember those videos yeah yeah riding through the marketplaces and stuff and uh, thinking uh, obviously can you imagine you'd yeah. be there like saying it, they're riding through the marketplace and it's probably the second time they've rid through you know the first time yeah. when they, they cooked oh second time for propaganda and then yeah. You know, you're like, uh, no, I don't agree, disagree with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they were, put, they were putting heads on like street corners and you know the roundabouts. They had that Listen, one man, round- they probably did yeah, like a first round. Time. They did a first round with guns. Like, you better smile. You better smile. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second round, come with candy. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying about the roundabout? They had this kind of like little roundabout place in Raqqa where they would do their executions and then they would like put, you know, heads on there, like on the spikes. Mm. Dude, what is this? Freaking Transylvania? Holy crap, dude. That's, that's what I'm saying, right? That's what I mean. Like, it's just, 
not normal. You know, it's just not a normal situation. Like imagine you're walking down, you got your little kid, and you know, you're going for some ice cream, and there's some guy's head there on like you know. <laughs> you get for some ice cream, there's a guy's head there, <laughs> and, the, and the guy's asking you, "What what flavor would you like?" And you're thinking, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you want you, you want some toppings. The heads are right there. <laughs> and your kid's like, "Daddy, can I take a picture with the head?" Can you imagine? Seriously, can you imagine? You're like new to the town, yeah, and you go into the town center, and everyone's just walking around like casual, and there's a head there, and you're like looking at everyone like there's. Does no one see this head? Um, you know? and, and, <laughs> and, you, and you get the sanitation worker casually walks up, he changes the bin yeah. bag of, of like a public bin, picks up, he picks yeah. up the head, puts it in a bag, replaces it with a brand new one. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking, what the hell? Man? Yeah. So, you know, that's that's what I mean. It was just... Dude, that sounds something that would happen like Simpsons, you know? <laughs> like a bit. It happened where? <laughs> No, so that's what Chris just described. That sounds like something that would happen in like Simpsons in a bit, you know? Exactly, exactly. exactly. You don't think that's like a real life? <laughs> it's like a comedy sketch, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it reminds me of, you know, they do honestly remind me of that, um, you know, like something like that Monty Python. You know, some, you, know you must be Monty Python. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, some of his sketches, like, you know, where... You know, where they like burn them all, you know, witches and it, it just somewhere out of the mid you know had the comedic the comedic middle uh, um, uh, medieval medieval ages, yeah. yeah. The, so they make fun of them and that's how it reminds me of like you know, like I can imagine they're just there and they're thinking, Okay, you know what? If I don't do the fear on someone, someone's gonna do it on me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, like a Mexican standoff with no guns yeah, yeah. With, with, exactly. just, with just your tongue it's like five yeah. of you staring at each other intensely in a room you're sweating and you, you can hear a pin drop it's like who's going to be first who's going to be first you gaffer yeah, exactly. like... that's it it starts they are like piranhas you know because they, they eye up the weakest one and they're like oh, this, this one here and then they all jump him and kill him uh, and that's what piranhas do they, they kill then, they, then they'll swim around when they get hungry again the weakest one they isolate the weakest one then they kill that one eventually there's only two of them left and obviously the stronger one will kill the weaker one it's like that isn't it you stick a, a, 10 of these mates in the room and come back here like that's, two weeks later if you, and if you don't do it someone's gonna do it to you you know right and i think that you know that that's that's the life that they were living you know that's the life that they they promoted and then afterwards like you said when you see them and they're all flipping tied up or whatever. And they're like, you know, I just want to go home. I'm really home. sorry. Yeah. You know. oh, no. yeah, my, that... my fantasy didn't go as I planned. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me just go back now. Um, yeah. There was that one guy from... Uh... Canada. I saw a video and he was on the news or something, and uh, he was um, he was like, "Yeah, you know, I just, uh, I just." They were asking, "So what happened?" He's like, "I, just, I, I just want to go home. I just want to see my kids. I just want to become a, I just want to become a Canadian again." You know, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> what happened to all that bravado? You know. Yeah, and there was uh, there was one guy. He was, I think he was Canadian as well, and he said, "Yeah, I want to go home, but not if I have to go to jail." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he, he was uh, terms right, negotiating terms. Yeah, 
yeah, I go home, but I ain't going to jail, yeah. Man, just get home, man. Better than being... Mate, anyway, you know. Fold your cards, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> You're not exactly. playing with a decent hand. The right, just like, do your time, dude. You'll, yeah. you'll get on like 20 years. <laughs> if you have 20 years. Or wouldn't get that, man. If like 15 years, get out in seven. Yeah, country, nah, bro. Nah, 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 it can't be. Yeah. Dude, you're kicking, done... you're kicking like heads around a football field. Yeah, but the... they can never prove that he was involved. So he'll get done just for joining a terrorist organization. They're probably looking at 15 years out in seven, eight. Really? Yeah, there's been sentences already, you know. Um, and uh, it's it's not... I don't think it's much of a problem for them. That's why they don't want to take them back. Because they know that. They're thinking that we can only give them a few years in jail. Okay, the thing is that, look and listen, but when they come back, they go to a debriefing, right? So I guess they can't use whatever happened at debriefing as, as evidence, like self-confessions or whatever. No, yes, I guess but... they, they would have a lawyers there, wouldn't they, for them? So yeah, they'd have to have solicitors and whatnot. Mm. It's difficult. It well, is difficult. And to... plus, I guess, I, I guess anything... In debriefing, that's intelligence stuff. That's that's like uh, that's not uh, for the public court. That's private. Yeah, so yeah, that won't be admissible as evidence. Yeah. So, for example, uh, the British guys. I mean, what could you do them over? You could do them, you know, joining a prescribed terrorist organization for sure. That's an easy one. Yeah. Uh, what's the sentencing guidelines for that? Ten years out in five. Twelve years out in six. You get what I mean? Man, Unless you. Unless you can specifically prove they murdered someone and killed, you know, even, you're looking even, at. But even then, would anything happen to them? Because um, it, it, the the killings they carried out was across halfway around the world. Uh, it doesn't matter if once you could prove done. that they were. Yeah, yeah. Once you could prove that they killed, mm. uh, you could you could do them under all sorts of laws. You know, a lot okay. of different. But until you can prove that, which is very difficult, you know. Uh, and that's why they they want they're hoping that they just die. They're hoping mm-hmm. that people stay there and die because they're thinking we can't let these guys out. And th- this again, this is a difficulty. Like what they had with a lot of the other terrorist organizations was that you could give them ten years mm-hmm. and or twenty years, they'd get out in five to ten, and then after that, most of them, if not all, would kind of just get on with their lives. You know, go on and. You didn't see like a really high reoffending rate, yeah, if you know right. what I mean. Yeah, but with these guys, oh my god, these guys will stab their next door neighbor, you know, stab some random woman walking down the street. See, that's the thing, right? The stuff they're preaching, you can't just trust them to to be normal when they come back. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Mm. There's no, there's no hope. I mean, like, like I don't think Al Qaeda or Taliban they ever preach stuff like that ever. No, I, I don't think, think so. I mean, look, I'll be honest with you. You know it's bad when, as a Muslim, you're petrified to be around them. Yeah, that's how right. bad it is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> I don't want to be around them. Can you, can you imagine <laughs> you're there and, and, they're, and they're like, hey, man. And they yeah. just, just look at you. You think, oh, no, yeah. man. Uh, yeah. I don't, you know, you don't exactly. Want, exactly. You wouldn't want to be anywhere near them. Yeah, exactly. And you, like... I know it's a bad yeah, but you know, you always think, yeah, you know, if, if you're around somewhere and some terrorist is there, yeah, he's not gonna shoot me, yeah, I'm Muslim, yeah, you know. I'm... <laughs> you put your hands up, look man, I'm proud, I've got a yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't shoot me, yeah. Like, I'm with my wife, yeah, she's wearing a she's wearing a scarf, I'm alright, yeah. 
But these guys, they shoot you. Exactly. That's how petrified you are of them. You know, and it's... Uh, so it's... How can you trust someone like that? You know, if they could kill their own, they just wanting to, you know, come out and stab someone. Mm. And they've been in prison. Imagine that. Like, prison don't make you any better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, you're not going to reform in prison. Yeah. You're going to come, come out, out like you're going to Come out, yeah. I'm a changed man. <laughs> from you know, I was you know, killing people abroad, came, served time in prison. Now I'm a changed man. Don't, don't quite work like that, does it? But... Yeah. Can you imagine this guy making hip-hop about the ISIS life? <laughs> Say again? And they come back. So can you imagine if they start making hip hop about the ISIS life? You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the life they led. <laughs> you have girl, you have girlfriends. We have slaves. <laughs> but yeah, he's uh, like I said, he's done. Not girlfriends. It's the B word. We got you. It's not that, bro. <laughs> Man, it's crazy. It is. It is crazy. You what know. was going on? Yeah, sorry. What was going to ask? Is that how? Meaning, are they like? Well, are they on their last legs? Uh, I mean, what's the what's the uh, situation with them right now? What was it that like we know of them? Um, from what I've been reading, there's mixed opinions on them. Mm. Some people believe that uh, it's not going to make any difference. He wasn't in any operation, kind of command, etc., etc. You know that kind of thing. Um, other people, which I'd probably say sound more accurate, was that it's it's like a very big blow, you know, very very major blow to their prestige, their honor, you know, their their whole propaganda. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, obviously, what they had of honor. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, I wonder how the other women in those camp, how they gonna react? Oh yeah, some of them, uh, you know. The women dude. seem some of the women seem worse than the men, man. Dude, they are, yeah. they are, man. Nuts. Yeah, well, it's, like, it's like delusional to another level, is it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. You put, you put. I'll be honest, you put me in a jail like that. You know, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I'm, I'm reformed. You know, <laughs> 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 yeah, I'll do whatever you tell me to. No, no, I don't know how I end up. These women, they're like straight up. No, but we love Baghdadi. We're yeah, gonna kill you all. Exactly, and and they're knowing that. But I, I literally saw a story yesterday by the BBC or someone. It's a, no, no, it was Sky News or someone, and they, they, it was uh, the ladies trying to interview him, and uh, one of them was like, "Yeah, uh, she, I don't know, she was getting got into an argument with uh, a couple of uh, women that were from the UK, and." Um, then uh, towards the end of the report, she mentions, yeah, you know, there was a woman that was stabbed in the in that camp, uh, like later that day or something. Is they're still going around killing people and stuff? You know what I mean? In those camps, because and they're very, very like delusional. You know what I mean? Nothing. They're purging each other in the camps. Yeah, no, no. for like for for, for loyalty. You know, like who has the who has the more loyalty yeah. towards uh, this organization? Yeah, exactly. You know, your your niqab is not on properly or whatever. Yeah. They, it's they, crazy. The thing if I was if I was put into a camp like that with like if I was just rounded up right and I was thrown into camp with with these animals, I would I wouldn't I would <laughs> I would no longer be like. Uh, well, what I mean is obviously I would never join 
such a group but say doing like you you get you get like uh rounded up like you know you're you, you're in a neighborhood that they are yeah, 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 yeah. so they just rounded you up along with the rest of them and you ended up in a camp if i was in that situation i wouldn't be as scared of him i'd be like no bloody I'll, I'll i'll fight you you know what i mean but if it's out on the street like right now they're in charge again and i'm, I'm like look man i'm I'm just the I'm just the you know, baker, you know, of a shop or something. I'll tell them straight. I'm not about that life, you know. No, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you all the bread you want. But if it was in like an enclosed environment, they got no weapons. I'd be like, yeah, damn right, I'm going to fight you now. You know, <laughs> what were you? What were you, you bothered me earlier? <laughs> What's up now? <laughs> you know? But these guys, like, they're still running around in these packs, thinking they own the they rule the roost. What kind of loser do you have to be? Like you're in prison, still trying to like r- r- run the camp, you know? What's yeah. happened with the Shamima Began? Did they they've appealed the thingy, haven't they? Yeah, that's that's going on now. Um, so it's at the court level, I think. I don't know how. I think she's got quite a solid case for deprivation of citizenship. Uh, um, gonna, then I don't. I I initially thought they would let her back in. Now I think they're gonna fight her tooth and nail. No, no, no. They won't let her back in. I'm not denying that they won't let her back in. Mm. But uh, what they'll do is uh, she'll win the case in terms of getting her citizenship back. Mm. And they'll, they'll be like, it's not our problem to bring her back. We don't have to bring her back. We've got no consular access in Syria. So, uh, in that sense, you know. So the, the family would have to arrange something? Yeah, and how the family going to get her out? Mm. Uh, so she'll she'll sure. win the she'll win the case for sure. You know, there's no way that but you a judge is going to... There's going to be like a, a, like a practicality part of it that they won't be able to overcome to get her back. She has said herself mm. that there are multiple people in her uh, camp mm. that uh, I've not been deprived of citizenship, but they're just stuck there anyway. So these are British citizens that have not been deprived of any citizenship, but they're just stuck there because they can't get out. Mm. And yeah, you, you can just you can just do the the standard bureaucracy stuff and just push it back indefinitely. Yeah, the rule is that uh, they will help you as long as they've got consular access to that country. So. They, 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 their argument has always been that we have told everyone that we have no consular access in Syria. We only have it in Turkey, so we we can't go and get them. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the kind of loophole they're running with at the moment. Yeah, they're not gonna go in and get her. You know, they were like, "It's yeah, not our problem." Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And there's and there's like a yellow page note: never reopen a consulate <laughs> in uh, Syria. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're not open. they're not opening that anytime soon. Yeah. The thing is, that all, all this prison stuff is gonna happen because the Kurds are not gonna take care of them for the next hundred years, man. Like you're not gonna have families just growing and dying there for the next hundred years. Something has to happen. It's true, but that, you know, what uh, Trump is saying is actually makes sense. He's saying the the countries, European countries, should take their own prisoners. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And people are yeah. slating him for it, but he's actually saying, you know, a lot of sense. They should. They should no, deal with their own I, 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 I think that too. I think that it's, it's, um, it's a coward's way out. Look, they, were, they, weren't, they weren't bloody... Um, 
what do you call it, like um, radicalized on someone else's, uh, in someone else's country using someone else's resources. If they were radicalized in the UK, then it's UK's responsibility, especially if they're UK citizens. You know what I mean? It's, it, was, mm. it happened on your watch. You are responsible for your citizens. So it's on them to, and you know what, this is the thing. I, I would, if if I was the if I was that individual, I would be gunning to bring that individual back, and they're gonna get tried or whatever in this country. Like, you know what I mean? It's it'd be yeah. it's like it's, it's, it's like pride. You know what I mean? Have some honor. Yeah. You know? Would you just trying to leave him like you know, trying to give him the cold shoulder? Yeah, like yeah, you you don't exist. Whatever. Even the mafia has rules. You know. <laughs> You betray them, yeah, and the matter where you, you know, they'll, they'll hunt you down. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think it's just that they're, they're trying to pass it to the next government because whoever brings them back, if something happens, that their carrier is over. Yeah, yeah, but it, but, it, but it, in all honesty, I mean, let's look at it from like a realistic point of view. What's going to happen? The, 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 I don't know. The, she was what fifteen when she went. She isn't no bloody criminal mastermind. She's no, she's no Einstein. She's no. Yeah, bloody... yeah, but what? what I know, they... I know. But the thing is that if you look at what ISIS preached about the, yeah. uh, this random killings in in foreign countries, in yeah. Western countries, no. you know, th- th- anybody can do that. Like if you still believe in it, like, you 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 don't know what she actually believes still because she says that she never regretted going there. So you don't know what she believes, man. Yeah, but the, uh, and I'm just using an example, and there's like hundreds of others that we don't know about. Yeah, I I, I see your point, and uh, no, for I think for her it's slightly more clearer for me, like the, her sort of thing. She's to me, she just seems like someone stupid, doesn't know what the hell she's talking about, and like in over her head. You know what I mean? Just not knowing, and she should be brought back and tried, and then sent to prison for joining a terrorist organization, and anything else that can kind of make stick on her. But the other ones, it is slightly more tricky. But at the end of the day, it's still your problem. You're the you're the place that you they're your citizens. You know what I mean? You're like responsible for them. Yeah, I mean the thing is, like the problem is, it is difficult. Uh, but then. That's your job as a nation, as a state, to make those difficult decisions. So she was 15. So personally, I don't even think that they can prosecute her because she was 15. Yeah. Realistically, yeah. she will have a field day in court. Mm, you know, because I don't think so. A... I, I think, I think. No, no, look. You know, look. You know, when it comes to these judges, let me tell mm. you one thing: these judges are sticklers for laws and justice and. Their whole career is based around this, right? They're, mm. they're a different type of breed of people. Mm. She will have a field day that she was groomed at 15 years old. Her lawyer will have a field day, right? That, that's the first thing. That's not to say that they can't put her in a, uh, a secure mental unit or whatever, you know, whatever they section people mm. with, uh, you know, post-traumatic stress. They can do something anyway. Now, the thing is, and this is the real issue, is that, as a state, should you take back someone and do the right thing regardless of whether something bad can happen? And the the rule of the law is that, yes, you should, you know. So you should take back this person, prosecute them. They should go to jail for seven years. And if they come out and do it again, I know it looks bad, but that's that's no, how, but the, how you work, the, isn't no, it? You work no, on law and order. Yeah, but the, but the, the, that's the, the, the whole reasoning is stupid. If that's the case, then why doesn't Every person who goes to prison, why are they not locked up and the key thrown away? 
armed robbers. You got bloody you got bloody vicious criminals inside of the prison system. They get released daily. Every day you get bloody just career criminals is what they call them who get released from prison every single day and they'll go back to nothing but crime but you have to release them because they've done their time you know what i mean it's true uh, some people they know they literally know this person's going to go out and commit a crime again but they've done what they had to do to get through the the system for, for some reason people take the idea of betraying your country or treason much more they take it much more seriously than any other things and that overtakes everything else of that single crime, right? Yeah, yeah, but that's to me. That's just uh, your. I mean, that's. I, I, I understand what you mean, but the thing is that the perception is yeah. that falls high in, yeah, in the no, total. Yeah, it's that nationalistic people, like you know, stand when right. when when your bloody national anthem's been sung, and you know, put your hand on your heart when you see your flag and all that bollocks. But at the end of the day, it's um, if you if you. If you're of sound mind, you know that there's no difference between. I mean, the uh, the uh, crime itself or is on a spectrum, right? You get the petty stuff, and you get the more serious stuff, treason, and you know, trying to blow people up. And That's on the very serious side. But so is armed robbery. So is going into a house and raping an eighty-year-old. You know what I mean? That's all serious stuff. There's no like difference as to. Like one's okay and one's slightly on the on the other side. No, it's all bad. But some people get released, and some people that you don't want to take responsibility for. They should both be taken in, and and uh, oh sorry, uh, these people should be taken in. If there is a risk of them reoffending again, you you follow the same rules that you do with other violent criminals who you think may reoffend again as well. You follow them, you bloody use police surveillance. The only, the, the, the biggest problem is, is the police cuts we have in the UK. They've had a huge impact on like crime and stuff. Crime's gone up because of these cuts. You've got like uh, seasoned detectives and stuff who are leaving the force because um, they are working like 20 cases to one detective now. It wasn't like that before. I was reading. I was literally reading something up yesterday. Um, it's like twenty like uh, cases per detective, and they go and, and uh, there's like an experienced detective. There's a lady. She was saying um, she's been doing it for like I don't know fifteen years or twenty years or something. She goes, "There's literally not enough hours in the day for you to work through it." But you go to and the morale is down. You go through this stuff and um, you you don't get anywhere. And that's the problem because they've had like too many cuts. Uh, well, that obviously falls on Theresa May as a policy that she employed. Uh, but this is the issue. There is like they want to pretend like they're not. Just, there isn't a crisis. There's a serious crisis in the country, like up and down the country. No matter where you look, there just isn't enough funding to go around and sort of uh, help each of these departments. But at the end of the day, that doesn't mean you abandon the bloody law. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, it's true. Uh, the laws, but that, that's the thing, and you have to have that kind of, um, you know, the, the will to follow through with what's right and wrong, regardless mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, uh, the consequences. But I think the the political side is too much for them, and that's what they don't want. No, they don't want to the political backlash. Yeah, the backlash. They don't want to lose their votes. 
That's such you know a I mean? scummy business. That that <laughs> that idea. That idea of voting and votes and you keep people coming in your door. It's bloody like minus three outside and they're freezing their nuts off and they come and knock on your door. Hey man, yeah, can you vote for? No, piss off. I don't want to vote for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I ain't playing vote for you. <laughs> you scumbag. You know what I mean? Kill, kill, get out of my garden. <laughs> <Bloody>. <laughs> It's just so it frustrates me so much because you know these people are slimy and it's not like they care, but they'll come knock on your door for a vote afterwards. I know, but this this is the other thing as well. You know, ISIS has changed the landscape so much. Nah. Like these dudes were pulling people out of Guantanamo Bay, right? Like what what they classed as Al Qaeda core and bringing them back to the UK, right? Mm. That's how committed they were to, you know, due process and whatnot. <laughs> but with these ISIS lot, they're like, forget it. You know, you ain't never coming back. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They've changed the landscape completely. It's just completely changed the landscape. You know, because and because like Simon said, how can you trust someone that literally will step outside their house and stab the first person they see? Right. You know? You know how could like would do you want someone like that as your next door neighbor? <laughs> you know, you, you know, you can't say ISIS. They made sure they made sure anybody who joined the organization they'll never have a normal life. They yeah. made sure that happened. Like there was no recourse for these guys. Anybody that joined. Do you, do you think like, it's like that? And that is twisted as hell, bro. And do you think mm-hmm. it's like the yeah. initiation process for like I don't know the drug cartels or something? Like you have to, yeah, be, you have yeah. to behead someone to be fully part of the organization. If you like refuse, then you know, you're gonna be at the. End I of the guarantee blade. you, they were keeping tallies, man. They were keeping tallies. Like, you yeah, yeah, I chopped five people's heads off. No, no, yeah. you know, I'll catch up with you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> they probably had to. They probably had a quota, and yeah. like, yeah, yeah, like, oh, quota, yeah. all right, who, who's, 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 uh, who hasn't met their quota this week? You know, it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you just, you, just, you try to, you know, this, this internal spying on each other is watching over your back. Yeah. You know, all this kind of thing. It's mm. how do you get rid of that? You know. It takes a long, long time to reprogram someone's mind like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. When you're always scared, always, always trying to, you know, kill some random person. It's just, I don't know. And he's going to be responsible for that. And that's what, like, people should understand. This guy is going to have to answer to Allah, you know, for for all of this, for everything that's happened there. Your big daddy. Yeah. Oh, I had a Trump, Trump say he cracked me up and he goes Abu Bugatti Abu what? Bugatti. <laughs> Bugatti. Bugatti. He said Abu Bakari Abu oh Abu Bakar Al Bugatti yeah. <laughs> Al Bugatti Bugatti <laughs> I was cracking up I was like laughing my head off <sighs> anyway we'll see how uh, what this means for ISIS anyway I'm sure we'll find out in the next few years yeah, do you think we'll ever see a normalized Syria in our lifetime? You know what? That's, what, that's, what, that's no what I've been thinking about. Yeah, the idea Probably of a normalized not. Syria. Do what's crazy to me was um, back when they started messing with the uh, borders, start pushing them back and stuff. Like, when they I remember that time when they like 
they were claiming that they owned like a large piece of the territory. Yeah, Syria and Iraq. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, this, it's like they're two separate countries, mm-hmm. and it goes back to the Sykes Picot uh, border that they created, doesn't it? Um, and they were they were like, yeah, well, we don't believe in this, and then they all started destroying those uh, lines. Out there, there are no more lines here and stuff. So they destroyed one of the borders between the countries, and they're like, mm-hmm. and so they owned a big chunk between the two. I thought, what the hell? But I guess it's still just because they like removed a piece of barbed wire it doesn't mean anything, does it? No. Because you have to understand now. Now there's actual push, international push for Kurdistan now. So we'll see, man. I think the board is going to shift permanently in the Middle East. Yeah, I think it is. I think you're right. You know, there's going to be. I don't think a board is ever going to be the same. I mean, the saddest thing as well is at the time that ISIS started getting really powerful, the you know, the, the the rebel groups, the like the freedom fighters or against the regime, were so close. They were doing so well, but then when ISIS started doing attacking them as well, you know, when they had all these internal attacks, mm. it, it just gave the regime who've killed more people than ISIS, you know, who've done mm. worse things than ISIS. It's given them all yeah, the... Yeah, that's right. Somehow nobody talks about Assad's crimes anymore. Yeah. The things he did, it, 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 it just doesn't make the news yeah, anymore. Yeah, but, uh, that's because he's got, he's got his seat back at the table, isn't he? You just wait and see. He's going to have his seat back at the table. They got their secret handshakes and shit. And what's happened? Is they going to what? What? Just saying secret handshakes. Yeah, yeah right. No, they're going to welcome. They're going to welcome him back and stuff. And 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 it's going to all be blamed on uh, all those crazies, the ISIS, you know. Well, you know, and he's going to point fingers at Europe and North America and say, "Oh, Lord, look, he was for he'll, these half." Dude, these people guys. forgot YPG are terrorists too. YPG that's exactly like a lot of similar things as ISIS, right? No, but they're they they're, they're, they're women, though, aren't they? So. No, it's no, really, that's, no, that's the PKK. Isn't guys, it? Yeah, why no. PKK? Same thing, man. Yeah, but the come on, the propaganda is always no, no, about the women. They push the women. Yeah, no, no, no. They, well, listen, they might do evil, but they did evil with equality, so it should be praised. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, you know? Yeah, so and then he's going to have a seat back at the table and he's going to negotiate his way back in. The army's going to crack down. All of a sudden, it's going to be like, then start rebuild, rebuilding again. Watch. Watch, nothing's gonna come of this. They had the, they had their chance and uh, they missed. And uh, ironically, they missed because of these buffoons. Yeah, exactly. You know, they 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 were so close, man. And you know, they it would have been so different. But they just wanted to attack, and that's why people say, and they're right, that the you know, the regime never mm. attacked ISIS. The regime mm. never attacked ISIS positions. Because they were happy that ISIS were attacking the rebels, they didn't want to, you know, uh, take that attention away from them. Mm. So they let them just basically attack the rebels and kill the rebels. So then the question goes back to um, I I read this like a, lot, a long time back. Like um, Sheikh said, Ramadan al-Buti, I think asked the question that is it worth it? Um, like it is uh, like all this killing and everything. Meaning, at the end of it, is it going to be worth it? Um, and now you look, you think, bloody, was it worth it? Look how many people have died. 
and and it's still gonna you're still gonna end up with the same dictator in charge with the same army in charge uh destroyed people's lives people have been displaced and it was i don't want to belittle um the movement i don't want to pull do the same stuff that i was criticizing someone else for doing but it was you know i think what you're saying is that is really it's nice in hindsight but when the regime opened fire and killed all those kids and tortured them and whatnot, yes, you know, exactly. At that point, people are going to react how they react, mm. you know. Right. So in hindsight, you could say, okay, I wish it hadn't happened, mm. and probably, yeah, you know, in hindsight, yeah, you know, maybe they would have been better off just not having all that in the first place. But mm. you don't know. I mean, in hindsight, say hindsight's great, and it's easy to say when you've basically lost which is what we're talking about from you know from i think mm. a losing position but you know say example say salahuddin hadn't rose up and fought the fatimids and fought the you know zengis and united the world and fought the crusaders a lot of people died you know during that this whole process mm, so at yeah. the end if they hadn't won if they hadn't taken jerusalem then you turn, you around, turn and say, around and say was, was it, worth it worth it, it? yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good point. that's true that's a good point <laughs> yeah so it's it's hard to say i mean look at the algerian war of independence you know how many people died during the algerian war against the french mm. you know the initial one in in the 64 54 against the french mm. you know, people a lot a lot of people died now again they won at the end of it, so everyone's going to say, yeah, it's worth it. But, you know, if they hadn't got the independence, you would have said, no, it's not worth it. You know, all these people died and the French are still in power. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. So, I don't know. Scumbags. Uh, I guess I'm going to wrap it up. Been like an hour and a half. Mm. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Yeah, we will we'll cover the other topics we had uh, for the next one. Next one, yeah, we'll, we'll speak about uh, racism and stuff. Okay, cool, inshallah. I'll catch up with you guys later, inshallah. Okay, alright. Assalamu alaikum. Alright, inshallah.